it and put it close to you if you like. And um, we only have two of the microphones. Put those things on and go from there. Don't, don't, question, guys. Hang on one second. Let me, uh, you want us in there now? I'm going to, uh. You're gonna, you're gonna introduce, you're gonna introduce yeah. him first? Okay. Introduce first. Boom, 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 boom. Let's just get opened up and bring the chat box over. Hey, hey, hey. chat and here we go ah <sighs> being an entrepreneur doing what you love having free time making great money but how do you do it and what do you do this is the two old bald guys podcast coming at you from california you're about to find out everything you need to know to be an entrepreneur getting into the solar panel cleaning and pressure washing business we've seen it all having been in the business for 10 plus years we'll help turn your businesses from zero to millions in a very short period of time to millions. let's have some fun a while very doing short period of time this is the new old ball some guys fun while doing very short now period of time henry sanchez and marcel I turned off the other one. Maybe that's a little bit better for you guys. We're hearing tons of feedback. Sounds is echoing. Okay. All right. Better. Is that better? Better. All right. Better, better, better. There we go. Yes. Perfect. All right. See, we got our, we got our people that will get us straight hey. out and everything. <laughs> it's only that live. That is awesome. They know that we're. It's tech, only live. Our tech savvy ain't worth a darn around yeah, here. It says nice and clear right here. It's awesome. only live. All right. Good deal. So, all right, back to Real Craft. We want to thank you guys for taking the time to come out, visit us, join our podcast, show our appreciation to you guys. Jennifer got us our uh, banners that we put up. I've still got a couple banners I need to hang up at, out in the shop. But um, as, you, as you all can see, I'm wearing a nice hat today, a Real Craft hat. Thank you guys very much for that. Really appreciate it. He didn't want to be a bald guy today. No, no bald guy today. <laughs> but I appreciate your equipment. It is awesome. I've had it for close to three years now, and it's one of the best reels on the market. I won't go anywhere else. I'm not kissing your butt just to kiss your butt. No, no, we appreciate awesome. your support. Love yeah, it. yeah, you guys have been awesome for us, and 
love what you guys are doing. Awesome. Thank you. Now, a lot of the customers come around. They try to um, see if I will carry other stuff. I won't carry other stuff because I give them the pros and cons on everything. <clears throat> the way that you guys build your, your hose reels, it's like last November when I got to come to the factory and I got to do the tour and everybody took us around. And it's like I tell everybody, our government, our military uses your hose reels. What does that tell you? And um, that right there makes you proud of the product that you put out. It's like the other day on Instagram, I forgot the girl that runs one of your machines. When I, I guess it's the monster or something. You remember seeing it on Instagram? Yeah. I told her, I told her, I, I sent her a message. I said, you go, girl. Thank you for, you know, everything you're doing and showing these guys how you can slay that machine. <laughs> so I got a lot of feedback off of that. Awesome. That was pretty cool. Nice. But uh, the things with Real Craft going on, I'll let everybody know a little bit about it. I've talked to it in the past. There is a new reel coming out. It's a prototype. The boys got to see the one that I've been testing down on one of our skids. Um very nice, small, compact reel. This is going to go good with auto detailing, uh, pest, pest control people that uses the, the reels for pesticides and everything. But it is a small, compact hose reel that's for uh, low pressure or for high pressure water. Done all my due diligence. I put that thing through the test to see how it's going to stand up and it's, it's ready for our production. But as soon as it goes into production and we get a serial number for it, trust me, I'm going to blow it up on social media. I'm going to actually take it out there. And I've even got a brand new one still on my shelf that I haven't even touched yet. But I've got one on a piece of equipment. Or i got two on a piece of equipment that I'm going to show you, the low pressure and the high pressure. So that's coming up soon. I know when you guys get back, hopefully Nathan can get with uh, Kevin and see where we're at. I volunteered my time to come to the factory to get on the uh, assembly line and put them together and show the, the teams up there that put these things together, what works and what doesn't work, and you know get everything lined up so we can start building these things. But I cannot wait to get them and you know, start getting them built. We appreciate you really testing it out and, and really running it through the paces. We want to make sure that when we bring new products to market that they, uh, you're going to meet all the challenges that everybody else faces every day. So. Yeah, well, it was it was pretty much a given because when you you know Kevin sent me two different models, a, a smaller small one and a little bit bigger one, and it, the sizes are the same except the barrels are a little bit wider for more volume of hose. But the components on there is no different than any of your other hose reels that are already proven to be quality reels that you already sell. So it's literally, it was like the day that I was up there. I'm like, let's just go to the parts bin. Let's build one. You know, I'll show you guys real quick what, what we can do and, you know, make one and everything. So I literally started picking pieces of what it's going to take to build it and started giving Kevin and everybody some ideas. And then they sent me some emails with, you know, schematics of it. I'm like, dude, I want the one right here. Send it to me. Let's go. Let's get this thing tested. <laughs> so sure enough, uh, January, middle January, February, they sent me uh, some reels and I actually... Uh, give you know a couple out to some customers that I want to announce that are actually using the reels right now, and then I'm using them on my equipment, and we have put them through the paces, and we've come up with the one that we're going to use now, uh, the one that I um, I feel that would be the best need to take over the the world in small compact hose reels. But we don't we don't talk about other people's stuff. Everybody has their products. We don't badger people. Uh, but the reel that, you know, I've been selling for many, many years, there was just too many problems with it. And that's why I talked to real craft when I come up, I was like, look, this reel has its pros, its cons, but it just has faults. And you with real craft, let's, let's build one because they didn't have one at the time, but, uh, that should be over with here pretty soon. Everybody's saying, what's up guys? Nice. Clear. Nice. Uh, nice. Thank you guys for coming on in. We really appreciate you guys coming in. Make right. sure that you give us a thumbs up. Uh, and support our channel, support our videos. We got Mark over here trying to uh, hit that 1,000 subscribers. <laughs> and, you know what? Hey, it's it's getting there. It I, is getting last there. Last time I checked, I was 814. Can you believe it? I'm, it's like pulling teeth to get 1,000. Yeah. Holy moly. But that's okay. Uh, also, the guys oh, that come out from... Um, look at Tim Valdez. The guys that come out from Dallas, they were here... 
Austin, I hope you get to feeling better. He wasn't able to fly out, but his warehouse manager, his uh, accountant, and I forget the, what the other guy did. But they did come out, and we spent you know a few hours with them, explaining to them how to run the skids, business, everything else. This company already does um, solar panel installation, but the customers are wanting them to start doing the maintenance and taking care of the panels for them. So they've already done bought the 5.0. They got 39-inch rotary brush, and they want more skids. Mm. So they wanted to come in and just get knowledge and learn all about the skids that we build and sell for the solar panel and window cleaning and auto detailing uh, and pressure washing. So um, they'll be back soon. Austin's going to come back, and he'll be on the next uh, podcast when he comes back in. But thank you guys for coming out. Shout out to Austin Prevost and his team. And get to feeling better uh, soon, brother. And we'll see you on the next trip. Awesome. Um, if you guys have any questions, feel free to go ahead and put it in the chat and ask the questions. You got these guys here from Real Craft. Uh, if you have any questions for them, how it's built, when, you know, or anything for them, just feel free to ask, and we'll have them um, answer some of your questions. And I'm sure some of you either own a real craft host reel, know somebody owns a real craft host reel. You can't even watch a TV show in the industry. All the car shows, Dave can dig it from Bitchin' Rides, Chip Foos, um, Welder Up. I mean, all these car shows, Motor Trend, you know, all these shows that you see, anybody out in a warehouse that's working on something, you'll see a real craft host reel hanging on the wall. They're not hard to miss. They're red. You can't miss them. Um, but... It, that right there alone tells you what a quality reel they are. So if any of you guys that are watching right now that have questions that want to ask Reelcraft about any of your reels, anything about them, what's coming out, if maybe you guys have some info on some new stuff coming out, I don't know, or where are you going with your business and company and all that? Well, don't be shy. Have that. Well, yeah, or even if they have any complaints as well. If they have any complaints as well, let us know. You know, we we love yeah. hearing about our. Our product, we, we want to hear the voice of the customer on, on what they like and don't like about our product. So, yeah. yeah, let us know. And those of you notice, you got to know Wesley. Wesley come to the shop when he first started working with Realcraft. He was a uh, intern. Intern. And uh, his, Scott, the president of Realcraft now, sent him down, him and Brian. They said, hey, I got a good friend of mine. I served in the military with him. And we want him to come to your shop and put him to work. So what did I do? I put him to work. I had him out there grinding, painting. I forgot what all else I had you yeah, doing. Anything um, about welding. I, you, let, you didn't let me weld, though. No. <laughs> but uh, Wesley come and hung out that day. We broke him in, and then my wife took him out to dinner that night. And Wesley, he's a veteran. I'm a veteran. He's a brother, and uh, I'm glad to see him back around here. I got surprised. I thought it was just going to be Todd and Nathan. I didn't know you were coming. So that was awesome to walk around the corner and see old Wesley's mug in, in the office when I walked around the corner. That's awesome. But all seriousness aside, guys, uh, thank you so much for coming out. Everybody watching, they're here to answer questions. If you have any questions, um, I know some of you is going to talk about Henry. He's been doing some live uh, videos of the solar panel farm he's been cleaning over in Hemet. And... Um, there That's we awesome. go. Look, you have San Antonio, Florida, Orlando. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah we but... do have quite a few guys out there. We want to thank uh, you guys for chiming on in. We're going to thank uh, Solaris Panel Cleaning out in Santa Ana uh, in their own backyard. Hey, what's up there, Juan? Juan is from All Solar Cleaning Services in Orlando, Florida. Tim Valdez, boom, there we go. Damn Daniel, what's up there, Tim? Uh, what's up, guys? Um, let me see here. Who else? Uh, spotless Solar Experts and um, Dan Downey. Uh, your intro is playing in the crowd. Okay, I think we got that corrected already. Um, and Lone Star, uh, who's this up here? Can't see who that is. Oh, that's that Dan Daniel from uh, Lone Star Solar Cleaning. Uh, welcome, guys, uh, for chiming on in. Spotless Solar said first. Not. Daniel said, damn. damn. I thought he was going to say, damn. Oh, uh, well. But, yeah, that damn Daniel, he always says first because he wants to be the first one on on everything. <laughs> Got to love the dude. 
Juan from Orlando, I hope you're back home. I hope you uh, your house withstood the hurricane. I know you sent me a bunch of pictures that look pretty rough. Uh, you get a chance to give me a call tomorrow and let me know how you're doing, and you and your family, and making sure you guys are okay because I I don't know what your house looked like after you got back from it, but before you left, uh, the pictures were pretty rough. Yeah. yeah. So uh, my heart goes out to you and your family and your neighbors and everybody, and I hope you're uh, okay. Give me a call tomorrow, one. Or anybody in Florida, for that matter. Um, for reals. Yeah. So hopefully you guys are getting the help that you need and um, the backup that you need also. Yeah. Um, okay. So when you guys test these reels, um, is it go through a lot of testing before you put this out? How does that work? Well, with any new product development, we always try to get it into hands of somebody like mark okay yourself that you can actually go out and test it some and and really give us some quality feedback on what's working well and what's not um aside from that we do a lot of internal testing um depending gotcha. on depending on the model and what the application is we, we like to see a cycle life greater than ten thousand cycles before oh, okay. anything really starts to go on it i mean we we design build and test these reels to be ready when you are and to last for nice. years and years to come well, I have uh, I have one of your reels. I love it, and uh, I was asking because there's a electric reel out there that I want to get my hands on, mm -hmm. and reels, uh, yeah. I want to test that reel. Well, the one that's out there right now is too big for your skid. Uh, oh, mercy. <laughs> there's one on the oh, there's one on the share. shelf. Yeah, that's the that's the big he, one. He won't he won't give that one to me, but that's we'll okay. We'll get you one. Oh, that awesome. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna put that he, bad boy in there, and he needs and put to be to work. he needs to be upgraded to five before he gets real. No, that's what they keep talking. Yeah, keep I don't talking. know. A lot of you guys probably don't know, but we do have cord reels. So we do a lot of electric cord reels. We're respecting to like like a lot, a lot of data plants, nice data centers, and so forth. Um, but yeah, we we do a ton of those triple tap duplex boxes. You know, we we gamut of that. So awesome. Yeah, I've got one two. Two electric reels have in the shop. I got the small one, and then I I got the bigger one. I got the big one with a hundred foot of cable on it. Uh, they're they're uh, nice reels. Um, as far as the question that Henry asked about the testing and everything, they have a facility in the back of one of their warehouses where they do all the pressure testing, they do all the electrical testing, everything, and it's just like a factory. You know, whenever you're building that component, you want to test it over and over and over, and make sure it it works. Yeah, love to go check it out. What I'm planning on doing is when I get a build done, and I don't know if I want to say it now, if anybody from Realcraft besides Scott and Brian and Jennifer know about it, I do want to surprise everybody. I do want to bring the equipment that I build up and bring it up there and show it to everybody. I know uh, Michael Brandt from uh, GarageBound, he wants to bring up that, uh, what is it, that Willys or Studebaker? What's that car that he built that he, that, uh, that he has some of the reels and everything on. I forgot what it was. It's uh, I know which one you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, the, the the dually. Yeah. The oh, dually okay. car, the four wheel drive one. So I know he wanted to bring that up, and and I told him whenever I get everything done and we can schedule a trip, um, I'd keep him in the, in the loop as well. That means a lot to us. I, I think a lot of people on our, our floor they don't they build the reels every day, but they don't really know like, what are people what are people using it for? Right? Yeah. I think you guys have such a a niche little community and it's it's growing like crazy and it's it's cool to see the product actually in the field and people using it every day and just yeah appreciating it and you providing feedback to us what we need to improve and just yeah. when uh scott took me back on the floor because when i went through the factory i said uh lunchtime and so there weren't a lot of people out there i got to see a lot of people that went on the same schedule but my two girls that build my reels was on lunch break. Oh. So we went back to the boardroom, and then they said, oh, they're back. And I said, you want to go back out there? I said, heck, yeah, I want to go meet my girls. <laughs> so I went out there and took pictures with them. We did the post and put it on social media and everything, and it was awesome, you know, seeing them and seeing the people that touch the reels. You know, it may have been excited for them to see, you know, the end user. Well, it was exciting for me to see the person who builds the product that I use and sell. So yeah, that was a fun time at Real Craft. It's like I tell everybody, I've worked in factories, I've been in factories, I have never in my life been to a factory that is more family-based factory and everybody has a smile on their face and everybody gets along with everybody. You don't see that nowadays. And what Real Craft has going on there, 
I wish everybody could follow suit. Um, it's not me. I'm not saying this because Rulecraft is sitting in front of me. These guys know I'm very frank. I don't care. I'll tell you the truth or not. It's that way when you work there. So what they've got going on at Rulecraft, if everybody in the country had a factory like theirs, it would be great here. Um, we have a few questions that are coming on in. And uh, let me see here. Can you show one close to the camera? Oh, he's talking about the real craft. He wants to see a real craft. Um, Juan wants me to go downstairs to yeah. the showroom and get one. Uh, how can uh, he has a great question? How uh, how can you have more info on your product? Um, you have a website. Yeah, there. so go to uh, www.realcraft.com, and all of our information is on there. Part numbers, etc. Service manuals, tech bulletins, like everything's there. Um, if not, you can reach out to one of us. Very nice, very nice. Um, also, also says, uh, oh, can you show one close to the camera? We're going to do that for you. I think Mark went out there to go get one. Sam King, what's up there, Sam King? Other than insurance and LLC, what other license should you get for solar cleaning? Uh, you got to have a business license, and uh, you must have your insurance. Your insurance... You might want to get yourself a $1 million policy on your auto insurance and general liability. You want to get general liability insurance. Uh, if you're going to work with the big boys, uh, Fortune 500 companies, get a $2 million to $3 million policy, and uh, you'll be able to uh, get in the door uh, with that type of insurance. Um, other than that, uh, there's really nothing else here in Southern California that you actually need uh, for solar panel cleaning uh, other than your business license and your general liability and auto insurance that you have to uh, carry. Um, make sure that when you guys are out there and doing business for solar panel cleaning that you carry a copy of that in your vehicle so you can show the customer that you are insured. It just a little helps them out uh you know they're they're comfortable with you having your insurance whether you have insurance or you're bonded or what have you it's always good to have that there um there's been times where i've been doing corporate accounts and they asked for the information and they were really impressed when i went out to the van and just uh showed everything right there took a photocopy of it and guess what got the jobs doing the work and there you go makes things a little bit easier for that Great, great question. Uh, Solaris Panel Cleaning says, what is the warranty on a real craft? <clears throat> two-year warranty on the product. I mean, you have a two-year? Any, any defects, any issues that replaced or repaired for you on that warranty? Nice. So you have a two-year warranty on uh, your real craft. And by the way, um, Mark went ahead and brought a real craft uh, up there for some of you guys who have not seen it. So... Uh, here it is right here in the front and uh, Juan I think you were asking about that so there you go that is uh, one of their products great great product by the way I have this one right in my truck this is the uh, part number this one is the CA32106M I know them by heart this one if you notice on the other side it carries a super swivel on the other side that's these swivels right here are bulletproof you don't, they last a long time. You don't have to worry about high pressure and everything else. Uh, the quality of the reel, the powder coating on them, they're just phenomenal. But this is the one that I put on all of my skids uh, for the solar panel, the 3.0, the 4.0, and the 5.0. So these reels are the ones that goes on all my skids. I've got 25 coming in this week, and I got another 50 or more ordered. 48, yeah. 48 or whatever it is ordered, yeah. Keep them coming. I was telling Todd the other day, I said, dude, my racks is empty. I need some reels. Get them here. So, uh, yeah, the reels are, this is what they are. This is uh, the one that we use on all the skids, and plus we carry the other ones as well. We carry the electric ones that are, there's a, two different other ones, the CA32112L low pressure and the CA38112M high pressure. They're a little bit wider. This reel can hold 300 foot of quarter-inch hose, the other two reels can hold 300 foot of 3 8 hose. So, but these are the ones that I keep in my arsenal all the time that all of my pressure washers and everybody else, uh, companies buy from me all the time. The electric ones, hit and miss on those. I've sold a few of them. 
They're a little bit more expensive, but they are still a good reel. Uh, if you notice in the van that I built, I've got four of them in there. Oh boy, right now, you hear me breathing right now from just walking downstairs to get a hose <laughs> reel. I've got four of them in my van. I'm lazy now. Push that button and just pull the hose up on there nice and easy. Fully automatic. Fully automatic. Damn. That's what happens when you get older. It's not lazy. It's productive. There productive. You go. Yeah, I can get more done in a day. It don't take right. all that time cooling up a uh, hose reel. That is awesome. All right, so uh, Sam King says, do you always test solar panels, uh, kilowatts, before cleaning? Um, me, yes, I do. Uh, I like to test um, wattage before and check what wattage is coming into the solar panel before and after the cleaning. And if there is a change, uh, we can let the customer know. Um, for those of you... Uh, who don't know, I have my uh, business card and I have a, a poster uh, card that in the back tells you if the solar panel passes or if it fails, and I give them that information. Um, I have that to give to each and every customer so they have that security of knowing that their solar panels have uh, improved in productivity. And uh, we do that. We just did that today on solar farms. And... Um, we increased just uh, a whole row of panels by 500 watts uh, per panel, uh, increased that quite a bit. So um, their productivity uh, should be able to pass at this point when during inspection. And a lot of the people out there in the solar panel cleaning world, if you don't have, what's that little meter? Is that a radiance meter? Radiance meter. If you don't have that, when all of the people that have solar panels usually can log in on their provider and they can get a, a chart of where their panels at are at. Their app, yeah. Yeah. Uh, back when they first come out, you used to go out on the side of the house and look at the meter and see where it's at. Mm -hmm. But now everything's you know on computer. So you log in and see what your panels are. Yeah, and so, you know, with us, uh, we, we bought this, you know, little meter and we're able to check that. And also you, you have voltmeters where you can check the wattage. Uh, and amperage on that, but you know you, you got to know what you're doing when you when you're testing that. Not anybody can go in there and and do that. But uh, it helped us out as far as our business uh, was concerned. You know, grabbing some of these uh, people out there that wanted um, you know our services, and uh, for us to sit there and explain exactly what we do uh, worked uh, worked in our favor when it came down to that. I've got some questions for Real Craft. All right. <clears throat> For those of you who know me, I've been building a truck. This truck has got all electric equipment on it, but it still has to be run with a generator because the batteries to be able to run this equipment would be so heavy, it took away the payload on the truck. So I've been talking to Realcraft, and me not knowing any better, I come in there in November last year. I said, all right, guys, this is where I'm at right now. I'm working on this truck right now, and I need a hose reel with a charging cable with at least 100 foot on it. And they looked at me like I was stupid. And I'm like, wow, what's the matter? They said, do you know how much heat that produces? I'm like, what do you mean heat? And I said, you know, what are you talking about? They said the heat from a charging station to charge, you know, like a rapid charge battery produces so much heat, it's going to melt the, the cable inside the hose reel. And I'm like, let's just pull it all on the ground and that way it keeps it cool and we can charge it. And they're like, no, 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 no. So I, I threw the, the seed out there to see if it would grow yet or not. And the last time I talked to Kevin, we were working on maybe just 25 feet. And the temperature I think was still at like maybe 75 degrees or something like that. I don't know. I won't get too technical in it and everything else. But have you guys been working on a retractable or a real or charging what i can say is we none of us are electrical engineers okay and to, to best answer your question you really need an electrical engineer yeah um it is not something that has disappeared from the purview of conversation um, there are a lot of things moving in the world right now mm -hmm. with the movement for electrical vehicles yep and uh i wouldn't discount anything at this point in time but there's nothing significantly different between last year when you were talking about that yeah and right now yeah i know the way the world is going there's there's a lot of different ways of charging besides cable i know that's out there but for me 
with the equipment that I was building, I, I'm trying to go all electric. Uh, I just found out, well, last year when I went, it was five to 10 years out with Isuzu NPR. Since then, it may have moved up uh, as far as having an electric truck like the one I got out there in my warehouse. I did see one other day. It's another company that's building them. They build, they look like a Humvee. They have the, the small uh, truck version, and then they have like the SUV version, and then they have the truck that looks like the, the uh, Isuzu NPR, wow. two-door and four-door. So they do build it. It starts with a B. I've got to go back and find it in my social media, and I can, uh, uh, well, it won't let me clear out. I don't have my glasses on. I can't see. There, there we go. go. Um, but the, I know that they are building this truck, and they've already got electric, and they're telling me it's like 300, 350 miles on a charge. But I wonder what. I don't know all the payload and all that kind of stuff is yet. So electric is a big thing in the world right now. California, they're trying to pass a bill where you cannot run no more gas-powered engines as far as weed eaters, lawnmowers, blowers. Pressure washers, they haven't got into it yet. Uh, that's not going to happen because you're talking about water and electricity. So I don't see that going anywhere anytime soon. A lot of the people that follow us get, ask me this question all the time. I'm like, guys, don't stress. It's okay. <laughs> you know, uh, water and electricity is a lot different between a lawnmower and a, and a blower. Yeah, they're, they're trying to pass that bill of no more uh, combustion engines for weed eaters, blowers, and lawnmowers. That's going to happen. But the problem about that is you still got to have a generator to run the power bank to charge all the batteries that you need to mow the yard with. <laughs> so you still need a generator. So, you know, these people that pass these bills, that come up with these bills, they don't really think it out before they put it out in public because people like me will call them out on it. Okay, well, how are you going to charge that battery? What are we going to do solar? What's the turn time on the solar? How long is it going to take to charge that battery? Oh, we need a generator. Because you can't have people out there and go on mowing one yard. Now they got to sit there and wait for three hours for the battery charge to go no, mow another yard. That ain't going to happen. So it's, it's a big topic. There's a lot of discussions about electricity uh, when it comes to that. I know I still want to talk to Kevin and Ed and a lot of them at RealCraft about the reels for people like me that maybe have a pressure washer or they have a, a landscaping trailer that they could plug in and charge their batteries for their equipment. So I don't know if it, you know, if, if it's going to go anywhere, but I'll. I would say we definitely have an appetite to find applications where we can be used, where heat rise is not an issue. Mm -hmm. um, it's something that we're still looking into. And just a lot of development to be done yet. Yeah. I know I've had people around here, like right across the street, we have a big uh, landscaping company. And they've come and talked to me about it. But the whole thing is, you got to have a generator. So there's still going to be one gas combustion engine to be able to power power banks. Um, the the reel was what I was trying to get. You know, we could you know run that reel into a charging station to be able to hook into a, uh, a charging station to be able to charge the batteries for the landscaping and everything else. So it's way above me. Too much electrical stuff involved. I mean. It's, it's crazy with the way everything's going. And I just got my first electric forklift. You know, that's where I went. Because of the, the cost, with the kickbacks and everything else, it was cheaper for me to buy the electric forklift than it was to buy a diesel or an LP forklift. Yep. And I'm like, what? I thought it was going to cost more. And they're like, no, with the kickbacks, you know, and everything you get, and plus you get paid. You can get a check for getting an electric forklift. I got to get signed up on that. So I did get me an electric forklift. So now I don't have to worry about unloading a pallet and I run out of LP gas. I'm like, Hey, can you hold for a minute? Let me run, you know, fill my tank up. You know, I don't have to worry about that no more. So everything is, uh, no more oil changes and have to watch the radiator and all that kind of stuff. So there we go. What are the questions? All right. We got some, a few more questions here. Uh, Solaris panel cleaning says, do you guys offer an extended warranty on your products? Presently. You do not. Okay. Well, there you go. They do not offer an extended warranty on that. So, um, Juan, uh, do you recommend to turn off the panels before cleaning? Juan, absolutely not. 
The reason why is because you could do more damage by turning off the solar panels. It may not come back on. Uh, the apps may not reboot. Uh, there's been a lot of issues where guys go out and turn off solar panels while they're, before they clean them. And then uh, customers are calling and saying, hey, my panels don't work. Um, you know, it could have blown a fuse or what have you. So you think of it this way. If you're cleaning solar panels, think of it as this. Solar panels are made for rain. Okay, it's going to rain out here and um, there's going to be no damage being done even when it's raining outside. So do not turn the panels off. That's one of the things that, that you should not be doing. And that is also recommended by a lot of these companies. They'll tell you don't turn the panels off. Uh, let them do their thing and uh, go from there. All right. Sam King's got a lot of questions. Sam King, where are you from? Put it in the box. I want to talk to you. You are... Uh, <laughs> You asked a question about cold water on hot panels. Oh, boy. So here we go. I've, I've said this in many other podcasts. All right. Sam, from the faucet to your water tank, if your hose is out in the sun, that water's heating up as it gets to your through your DI tanks and into your storage tank. From your storage tank, it goes into your pump. Your pump has three pistons in it that is generating heat to push that water through a pressure hose. By the time it goes through your pressure hose back to the roof to clean your panels, guess what? That water's not cold no more. And you can get a regular water hose out in the middle of the day and you can run it on the panel. It's lukewarm. It's just the temperature is whatever the ground is. So no, it's not going to crack the panels. But when you're doing a Jay Racenstein brush, uh, hey, we got Jeff Hurley on there. Whenever you're doing a J Racenstein brush or Solotech C1000, you're running the brush, the pressure of the water being pushed out from the pump does heat up, and you don't have to worry about that issue. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, misconceptions out there. You know, cleaning solar panels at noontime when it's really, really hot, what have you. Just to give you an idea, um, we cleaned about 5,000 solar panels in two days, and we started at 7 o'clock in the morning. And literally till five o'clock in the afternoon and it, panels are going to be fine. Uh, just like Mark said, it goes through, um, you know, the pump, it goes through the hose. Hose could be 300 feet out. By the time it actually hits the panels, uh, the water is not cold. The water is outside temperature. And so you'll be fine. And that's what it's made for. So um, Jeff says, Jeff Hurley. Did cutting down the A-frames on the hose reel for the 3.0 void the warranty? I have not asked Rollcraft that. That's just something that I've tested and started doing. All right, Mr. Jeff Hurley, since you brought it up. Put it on the spot. Oh, shit. Here we go. (laughs) All right. For those of you who don't know, this hose reel right here is about two inches too tall for a bed cover on the back of a pickup shut. Well, if you notice right here at the bottom, there's about two inches. So what does Mark do? Mark can't keep his hands off everything. So right here on this hose reel, we will cut it from right here all the way around on the side, (laughs) all the way over to here. So the the rigidity, right now without breaking my table. Yep. The rigidity of the hose reel is still there. I have sent pictures of this to the engineer team at Reelcraft and showed them what I've done. And I didn't ask them anything about a warranty. It's just me testing the hose reel, cutting them down, and bringing them down. So we actually use the little cross piece right here, and we flip it over, and that's what bolts to the deck. So I don't even have one downstairs to show you guys. It's, it sold and went out, I think, uh, last week. But did uh, did Jeff have did you have to cut his down or something? Jeff Hurley? Yeah. Jeff Hurley works down here in the warehouse. Oh, oh, oh. My bad. That's why I'm sitting here hey, laughing. Jeff, I'm get, like... Jeff, get yourself a bigger truck. <laughs> <laughs> but I did not take none of the rigidity out of the hose reel. So literally it was just the sides that I cut down. So the sides, the bottom part is what bolts the deck. I did not take none of the integrity, the structure, or any of that off. So uh, as far as the warranty, I'd rather ask for forgiveness. I don't know. Uh, but no, it's still rigid and sturdy. 
No, we we sand it down. We repaint it. I've even got some uh, paint that matches real craft hose reels. So w when we cut everything down, we tape everything off, and we have these real thin blades that don't heat up, you know, a lot and, and discolor the paint. And then we end up respraying them and put them back together. Um, but that's what we do on the 3.0 to get it below a bed cover, and a bed cover can shut because out here in lovely California, we have a lot of people that like to steal. So you try to keep it out of sight, out of mind. So that's why I like the auto detailers and we even got solar panel guys using a 3.0. They roll the DI tank at the very back of the, the bed to where the tailgate was shut. And then you slide the uh, skid back and anchor it down. So you let the tailgate down, put the DI tank out, hook it up and you can you know, do your solar panel cleaning. But uh, that's one thing that I brought up to uh, Kevin about maybe shortening the sides down a little bit. Yeah, and I showed him what I did, but guys out there in the social media world and Jeff Hurley, <laughs> you know that we're all the time touching stuff. I do it to everything. Yeah, he's laughing now, LOL, bonehead. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we, we, it's not that we try to reinvent the wheel. It's that we just see, you know, if there's a flaw in something that might work better, we try it and see if it does. And if it does, we bring it to people like, you know, your engineer team. Yeah. Say, hey, we, we did this right here. It's working good. Maybe this is something that you can, you know, modify or change. Um, but it all depends on the supply and demand. The 99.9% .9 of the people is happy with that right there. But you just got that one, you know, tenth of a percent that needs it to fit underneath the bed cover. Okay. We sit there and look at it, and we figure out what we can do to make it work. So this is what we did. We tape it off, we cut it, we repaint it, we bolt it down, we flip the little ends over, bolt it down, bed cover shuts, happy camper. Send the customer on its way. Didn't damage the reel, didn't damage the rigidity. It's still there, but it works. Um, we do that with pretty much everything. Surface cleaners, pressure washers, hoses, we do everything. So... Nine times out of ten, you you want to get it right out of the box and use it right out of the box. But every now and then, you have to do a modification to make it work, Mr. Hurley. <laughs> Sam King says, any commercial vehicle wrap shops you recommend? Sam King, where are you located? I'm from SoCal. So okay. SoCal is pretty big. A lot Southern, of Northern, Inland Empire, right down the street. Um we, I know people around here, but I don't know nobody up north. So if you're local, yeah, I can recommend somebody. Um, there's my phone number. Write my phone number down. Give me a shout-out tomorrow. Uh, I don't know if you're in my contact. Sam King don't sound familiar. Laguna Niguel. All right. All right. There you go. So give him a call. His number is 951-440-9063. Yeah, give me a call, and I can re recommend some guys, especially around here that might can get to you quicker than you know, close to where you're at. I don't know how the clientele, the business is over there, but yeah, I got people. Just give me a shout out tomorrow. I got people. Yep. There you go. <laughs> Question: Has Rulecraft put panels on the roof yet? We have not. We have not. Have you guys thought about doing sure. that? We've had that discussion. Well, some of us, but it hasn't really gone too far. Yeah. Do they in in Indiana? Do they do? Uh, promotions and kickbacks and stuff like that on the solar panels up there like they do around here? I know that for a lot of manufacturing companies did have rebate programs yeah. running. I don't know if those are still active programs. Yeah. Um, but I, in my previous life, I had manufacturers that I had dealt with that pursued those programs and put solar panels out, which is why I showed the interest in the conversation earlier. Yeah. Seeing more and more of that in the northern industry. Yeah, we we see a lot of it out here. We see a lot of the companies, and they are on it. They're they're not like a, a residential. The commercial ones, they keep up with every kilowatt that they're producing. Yep. It wow. gets below a certain level. They're calling somebody, get these panels clean, get out here and get them clean. Wow. They're hollering at Henry. They're hollering at you know several of my customers. Yeah, a lot of the commercial uh, jobs uh, reach out, and they reach out because of uh, one reason: they're failing their production. So they got to get that production passed, and they call companies like us to go out there and uh, clean the panels and uh, get that production back up. Yeah. For a lot of you who don't know, if you do have solar panels, 
uh, solar panel should be cleaned periodically. Um, just like treat it like a car where you got to change that oil. It's going to run better. It's going to produce better. Uh, when solar panels are dirty, uh, they're going to produce less. When solar panels are clean, they're going to produce more. And that is going to be uh, cost savings for you in the long run. So a lot of salesmen won't tell you uh, solar panels have to be clean because they're trying to sell you a system, right? That system could be a twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollar system, and oh, by the way, you got to have maintenance for it. And this is where we come in. We come in and we clean these panels. This is why my company exists is because they have to be clean, whether it's commercial, solar farms, um, residential. Uh, they all have to be clean. A lot of people are starting to see this now because. The power company doesn't give you your kickback check except for once a year. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people, they get their panels installed after their first year of owning them panels. They're thinking, oh, I'm going to get all this money back. Well, the power company doesn't tell you, oh, you're not making no money or you're barely making any money unless you really keep up with it. So all of a sudden they think they're going to get this big, you know, Christmas bonus at the end of the year. Well, they don't get it. And then they starting to see to where they are starting to spend five, ten, fifteen, twenty dollars a month on their power bill because the power has depleted. The power company's gonna get theirs. They ain't worried about yours. Yeah. So now the homeowners are starting to educate yourself, and that's why so many people are getting into the solar panel cleaning business. Because it is a need now. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah it is a uh, new industry. And I mean, you know, as far as solar is concerned, there's thousands of uh, you know, solar panel uh, installers out there um, installing them, but very few solar panel cleaners. And this is why I got into the business was because I seen a need for that. And uh, I got in early enough to where, you know, um, the company grew quite a bit. Now, you know, a lot of times the solar companies, they don't care if you clean your solar panels or not. They really don't. Because they're making their money on the leases. They're making their money, you know, on you every single month. Whether you clean it or not, um, you're going to make more money if they're clean because you're going to get bigger kickback than you are when they're dirty. So keep that in mind. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. I need some solar panels for my house in uh, Oregon. If you need some, let me know. Um... I've got a couple of people. I just had my roof redone on my house, and I didn't realize the company that did my roof also does solar panels. So I started doing some price comparison. Dude, <clears throat> they are spot on on their price. Very good, and they're using the top top uh, quality panels. Now, uh, and it's up to you if you want to do a, a battery or not. So the batteries, any, you know, you got them all kinds of batteries. You got the Teslas. You got all different kind of batteries out there if you want a backup battery. Yeah. But as far as the solar panels, I'm going to have to get them because um, it hasn't passed yet. And I I just got it through Inside Info by 2024. If you own a home in California yep. and you want to sell your home, it has to have solar panels on it before you sell it. Yep. Or if you don't, that is an added cost. As soon as 2024? They're talking about it's supposed to pass wow. 2024. Yeah. And wow. in 2019, all, all the new builds here in California uh, have to have uh, solar panels. So they can't do a new build uh, unless they have solar panels. Yeah. So this is the direction that they're going now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah if you go around Jeez. to like uh, anytime you see ground break on any new community, look at the homes. You'll see the solar panels on there. It's not a, you know... Do you yeah. want it expense? Yeah. It's part of the expense. It's, you so have it's, to add, have it it's added on there. Yeah. It may not be 30 panels, but it'll be just enough to produce so many kilowatts to give back to the grid because the power company wants to start putting back so much kilowatts to their grid every day. And um, that's where it's going. Wow. Yep. Well, big, guys, big business. we're getting closer and closer to the end. West Coast Power <laughs> Washing Services, good evening to all. Oh, thanks for showing up. So if anybody has any more questions, these guys, you know, come a long distance to uh, talk to everybody. So if you got any more questions for RealCraft, give a shout out right now. Ask them questions. Uh, we're on the countdown now to getting out of here and uh, spend a little bit of time with the gentlemen. Uh, they literally just got here before the podcast started. So I do want to hang out and talk to them for a little bit. But uh, shout them questions out. 
Yep, you know, uh, real craft you can use for solar panel cleaning, window washing. Uh, you can use that for auto detailing. There's a lot of uh, sources and, and places that you can use this particular product. And yeah, With uh, real craft, you can use one hose reel for electricity to your generator. You can use one hose reel from your compressor to blow out stuff. And then you got another hose reel for your pressure washer. So there's three hose reels. Yeah. From Realcraft in your auto detailing van or truck or trailer. There you go. Realcraft, do you offer different colors? Ah. <laughs> this is a fantastic question. Yes, yes it is. That is the question of the day. <laughs> best answered by how many do you need? And then we'll talk about it. Right. Ah. I was in the factory, and yes, they do offer different colors. <laughs> and if you're a woman and you want a pink one, there are some pink ones there, too. So Jennifer Pratt, if you're watching, Terry Lynn, you can get you a pink real craft hose reel. But like they said, you may need to order a few. I don't know. Depends and, on depends on the color. Yeah. Application. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I wasn't I wasn't even going to jump in until Nathan said something. But yeah, I actually got to see him in person. Um, we appreciate you coming out. I mean, it's it's great getting people to come out to real craft. We really like to show. The people that put this stuff together, the, the heart and soul behind real craft, the machine, and showing how these are built, pressed, mm -hmm. stamped, powder coated, and visually assembled. And it's amazing to see it. Um, it's like, you know, the way that they roll their edges right here, that keeps from chafing your hoses and everything else. And I'm talking about right here on the barrel. So on the side edges, the, the machine that spins it and rolls them, I got to sit right there and watch them do it. I mean, it's just like, you know, just a few seconds. It pops up, throw another one on there, it spins it real quick. So all of the technology and everything they put in these these hose reels, it's phenomenal. They're tough hose reels. And uh, I'm about to leave to go to SEMA show, and my Chinese girls are probably going to say something to me when I go because I'm, I'm talking so much about real craft. That's okay. They have their hoses as well, so... <laughs> Awesome. Tim Valdez says, uh, yo, real craft. Thank you for the red sh uh, shirt merch, but I really like the black ones. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk later, Tim. <laughs> there you go. Right on. Oh, uh, B and B windows. Hello all from Arizona. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, welcome to the podcast. And for those of you who have not hit that thumbs up, hit uh, the thumbs up, give us a thumbs up, let us know how we're doing. And um, that helps out our videos and, and helps us out quite a bit. Questions, Wesley, you're still local? I'm still out of Bakersville. Bakersville out of Bakersville. California. Yeah, yes, sir. So I serve the, the Southern California, some Central California areas as well. Uh, that's how I know Tim Valdez. I, I um, saw Tim Valdez and I, I recognized the skit. I'm like, I know who made that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, right on. Yeah, he was just driving down the street. And I'm like, I recognize this kid. And I pulled up to him. I'm like, hey, it's you, man. Right on. So, yeah. That's awesome. Are you planning on staying out here? Are you got any direction to Indiana? or? Uh, no, I'm here still. So, uh, yeah, the plan's here for, for, you know, for the foreseeable future. I don't have any plans to go anywhere. Yeah. What about you, Todd? You sticking around? Yeah, I live in Portland. Love it out there. I'm soon. Hooked. Out of the city, I don't have to deal with the crazy California. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy out here. I hit up Todd a lot. I, I had to hit, blow his ear up the other day. I was like, Todd, I need reels. Where's my reels at? <laughs> but yeah, you, you never know how the production's going. And we get so busy, sometimes I don't turn around and notice because I look at my rack. I can see a, I got a window right here. So I can look out and see where I'm at and everything. And I got to counting. I was like, oh, I'm low. Todd, Todd, where's my reels? Real. I need my reels. We're coming in this week. So yeah, coming in this week. So I got a delivery coming this week. So that's going to work out good. And you are in Indiana, right, Nathan? Yeah, born and raised Indiana. Nice. And uh, been there my entire life. Love living there. Love working for Real Craft. Real Craft's company. No plans of going anywhere either. So no, <laughs> I don't. you're stuck with me. That's awesome. good. I love it. Um, was you there last November? Yeah, I was around. Uh, At that point in time, I was Northeastern Regional Sales Manager. Okay. Transition to this role, uh, end of one beginning. Right on. Good deal. It was cool. Yeah, I got to go around and meet a lot of people uh, throughout the whole factory and everything. But uh, you, you went around. I didn't see you over there. No, not at the time. And Brian's up there full time now, right? Yeah. Yeah, he was moving up there. That's Brian good. moved up from Texas. Yeah. Yeah. 
he got rid of the, the Longhorns and come on up to Indiana. <laughs> Shout out to Brian. What's up, Scott? Shout out to Scott as well. Thanks for letting the boys come out and uh, do our podcast with us and me get to meet Nathan. And I already know Todd and Knucklehead over here, Wesley. So, uh, but it's all good. But by all means, thank you guys for coming out. We really appreciate that. Uh, look forward to the uh, the new reel when it breaks production. I definitely want to come back up. Um, as soon as I finish up with that one truck down there, I definitely want to bring uh, everything up for everybody to see. Uh, that is a bucket list of mine. And we'll talk to Michael Brandt from Garage Brown. <laughs> you know Michael, crazy boy. But we'll uh, bring Michael up as well and bring his car up, and maybe we'll do a little uh, Friday luncheon or something like that. You That'd never know. That'll be awesome, yeah. That'd yeah. Awesome. All of a sudden, they're coming in. A few, few uh, questions here. Juan says, do you have a rep in OK Orlando, Florida? Yeah. Rep's name would be James Maggard. If you give a call in to RealCraft and have a conversation with somebody in customer service, they can get you connected. They'll be able to help you out with any of your needs. There you go, Juan. So Thanks. just give RealCraft a call, and uh, they'll get that rep out there to you. And uh, Solaris Panel Clean says, what is the lowest pressure that you can lower your 4.0 skid to? The pressure, it, it, the, the skids are rated at 2,500 PSI. So we can bring the pressure down to five, six, seven hundred 700 PSI, but you don't want to idle the engine down. When you idle the engine down, it causes that pump to struggle, and it will shut your engine off. So you got to keep the engine idled up, but you can adjust the pressure down. Um, the brushes, like the J Racing Steins, we adjust the pressure for those. But... Um, what need do you need to turn the pressure down? I tell everybody to, to buy a dual lance one. You can keep the pressure turned up, but with the dual lance one, you have a control on the one when you're cleaning. You can adjust the pressure lower if you need to right there in your hand instead of going back to your pump and adjusting the pressure. Um, but yeah, Solaris, uh, Solaris uh, panel cleaning, give me a shout out. You can call me tomorrow and we'll talk about it. Jeff Hurley says, uh, Real Craft does have a quality packaging, foam-filled bags, and really thick boxes, props. Yes. When we tear them down and throw them away, they fill the dumpster up because those packagings swell up inside the box, yeah. and it protects them. Look at this. You don't see no skints or no, you know, uh, no scratches, scratches or nothing. anything in them. They, uh, they really do a good job. Jeff Hurley, Dual Lance. Yep, dual lance one. <laughs> Jeff Hurley said zero on the pump. Uh, Solaris. Sam King, do you ever use chemicals when pressure washing or just hot water? Oh, that's a question for you. Me, personally, I do not use chemicals. You can do chemical washes. It's an East Coast thing. Out here on the West Coast, it's growing out here. But I've said this time and time again. Hot water will kill algae, mold, and all that. So like whenever we're cleaning homes with algae on the roofs, tar shingles, you can even do it, uh, not on tar shingles, but clay shingles. You can do it on tar shingles, but you got to turn the pressure down. That way you don't damage them. I keep my temperature set at 150, 160 whenever I'm killing algae. You don't need to turn it up to 250 degrees. 150, 160 kills it. Um, I don't do chemical wash. One of the reasons is chemical wash is a bleach. If you don't have gutters on a home, that bleach is going to run right off the roof into somebody's grass, flower beds, patio furniture, whatever. You can uh, kill the grass. You can kill the, the bushes. Even though it is diluted down with the water, it can still damage it. And then if the customer, it depends on the customer, it can make you pay for it and replace it. So chemical wash, I just don't deal with it. I don't do it. Hot water works just fine. So that's. My feedback on soft wash systems, Sam King. There you go. Well, well I, got, I got a question. Yeah. So, like you said, cleaning the pump panels, but what about like the the mounting? Like, is that part of it? Like the roofs? Do you guys is that part of the bid or process or gutters? Like mounting? when you pressure wash the solar panels, like if it's on a residential roof or something. Yeah, we don't we don't pressure wash any solar panels uh, whatsoever, or, or or the pressure washer doesn't go onto the solar panels. We have special brushes for that. Um, for example, if there is, uh, we have a big problem with pigeons here in, in Southern California. So they like to nest underneath the solar panels themselves. 
So we'll pressure wash uh, on the roof itself to get all the bird poop off and what have you. But when it comes to the solar panels themselves, we use special equipment for that. We don't use uh, um, pressure washing for, uh, for that. Okay. A great question. That's it. Yeah, and you're, you're talking about gutters and everything else. Yeah, we, we'll wash the gutters and all that stuff yeah, out. gutters are um, fine. We get the nest out from underneath the panels. We yeah. re-wash everything off, get all the urine and bird feces off. But then all, anything that drains into a gutter, we also wash that out as well. Okay. And then it, some of it's going to splatter on the ground. we got to clean that up as well. So we start from the top and work our way to the bottom. Gotcha. Everything falls downhill. <laughs> well, guys, we're going to wrap it up. Thank you so much for coming out. We appreciate you guys. Thank you. And uh, you guys. we'll be talking soon. All right. So for those of you who don't know, we will not be here next Tuesday. Um, we are going to be gone. SEMA. SEMA in Las Vegas. Yep, I will be doing a lot of videos and pictures and everything else, and I'll get Kaylin to post that on my social media of any new products out there that we're looking into as far as cleaning supplies, chemicals, hoses, equipment. Um, but, yeah, we'll be posting all that from uh, next week. So I'll be in Vegas next week doing the SEMA show. And I'll be in Vegas having fun. <laughs> I'm going to be trying to work and get some good products out there. There we go. All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much. Thank we you appreciate guys. you. Thank you for coming thank out. You. And thank you for having us. There we go. That's it. All right, All right guys. Everybody. Have a good one. Thank what? you for joining. We'll catch you later. See you guys on the next one. Peace.